The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Night racing is back at Richmond Raceway. This spring, top NASCAR drivers like Ryan Blaney, Chase Elliott, Bubba Wallace, Ross Chastain, and Virginia's own Denny Hamlin will battle under the bright lights. And this historic track also offers a rocking infield experience with unparalleled access to your favorite drivers and one of the best tailgate scenes around. For a weekend of friends, family, and amazing short track action, head to Richmond Raceway, March 29th through 31st. Get tickets now at richmondraceway.com. Hi. Welcome to Past Yet Present. I'm Marilyn Papp, spiritual medium and author of Love is Greater Than Pain. Those who passed share our need for love, understanding, and resolution. Together, we go from communication to collaboration. Welcome back to Past Yet Present. Last time we talked about that feeling of melancholy and remembering that those that aren't seen are still here with us loving us, especially if we're feeling kind of down and blue and they're trying to let us know that they're with us. We talked about how they support us as we're being born, as we're transitioning back out of the body. And imagine, think about it for a second too, how beautiful it is when you think about that we have been out of body, helping those who came before us, maybe from our arms to the physical arms. We've had time when we've been out of body and maybe helped welcome people back. The soul knows what the soul knows. And we live inside this magnificent body and a really wonderful brain. The brain is such a wonderful tool. We have to remember though, something that can give us some solace as we get older and forgetful is that the brain is not what what is in charge of keeping everything. The brain is a retrieval system. The soul is what remembers the memories far more than our brain can even have the capacity to understand. Now that's not to diminish the brain and all the many ways it functions and creates and expands. However, when I'm channeling somebody out of body, they don't have their physical brain with them. It's a soul thing. When we're in body, it's a retrieval issue when we don't remember. And I remember with my parents and with other people who are having trouble with retrieving things from their brains or having dementia or something like that, once in a while, there'll be a totally clear moment where everything is accessible. And according to the doctors, the brain isn't capable of doing that because you can see the damage that's been done on all of these new technological things that you can view the brain on, you know, MRIs and CAT scans and all of that. And yet people are able to, right before sometimes, right before transitioning, say something, recognize people. My mother recognized people and recognized names, even with her eyes closed. And she had been 
almost completely blind and didn't remember names for years. The soul is really where, where it's at in terms of everything being there and nothing being wasted and everything being, it's funny to talk about contained when the soul, we think about it being so uncontained, we feel contained in the body. When we're contained in the body, we might measure, oh, they're laughing out there. They're saying our worth. Yeah, that's something we like to do and we've been taught to do. But we can measure our smarts or our abilities or all these different ways by using our brain, comparing what we used to do before and watching other people. If you want to go and work out, you know what you're looking towards or internally what you're hoping to, how you want to move forward personally. There are so many ways that those patterns of the brain are so helpful for us. And then on a gut level and on a heart level, it's interesting. You can get a gut feeling and the brain might not know what to make of that. And the gut tends to, as we're told in channeling, vibrate at a very high frequency, sometimes even above the brain frequency. And so the gut will feel something and it's an intuition or a knowingness. When somebody you love who's out of body, all of a sudden you feel that, you feel that little bit of a wave, you feel that hug or that birdie comes. The gut feels it, the heart feels it, and the mind says, what? Hmm? Until we get used to integrating the mind with the higher frequency parts of us that are always trying to tell us the truth about what's going on for us. Now, that doesn't mean that the brain isn't so important. We, we like to have good sense and some smarts, and we don't need to chase a butterfly out into the traffic, and our brain can keep us safe and ta help take care of things. So we want to have great respect for it. But at the times in our life when we're not thinking that now, as we think about it, that we think we're not thinking so much at that time, that more we're experiencing, let's say our transition into body and our transition out of body. Think of how many books are written, how many things, what a conundrum, what a strange thing life is anyway, that here we get to have all these people and we love them and poof, somebody just isn't here anymore. That would not make sense at all, now would it? I mean, what a strange conundrum. And yet if we understand that that person is still viable, it's just a change in physics and the whole world think about physics and gravity and science and the beauty of it all. And the frequency, the frequency where we have lived and we might be in body now and we might have an out-of-body loved one who's in that frequency now. It is not totally unfamiliar to us, and we don't need to go out of body to see what it feels like. We have this beautiful opportunity to live in this body. It really is brave, and, and we are pioneers. We're coming to this place to learn expansion, to see great beauty and learn how to share it, but also have the illusion of limitation that there isn't enough. And some people will market that and work on that and, and businesses arise. And that's all here for us to cut our teeth on and have challenges and grow and help each other.
sure, there are a lot of needs that we need to take care of, and we want to take care of the needs of our loved ones. But there's also the feeling that we're part of a greater, greater whole. We're part of this energy continuum that we can tap into. And vibrationally, we vibrate at a frequency that's really pretty high. And when we're thinking about it, like right now, it goes even higher. If we work too hard at it, it has the opposite effect. But laughter, birdies, just thinking about it, it raises that vibration so that our loved ones can get in more easily to help us. And of course, it makes us more happy and joyful. So what we're doing us high vibration beings, when we come into a physical body, oh dear, sometimes we can't stomach it because it's such a strange thing. We're taking this high, high vibration being and we're packing it into a body. And we have a gut and we have a heart and we have our brain going. We have our instincts. We have so much, we have energy flowing through us and we we are so, oh, what's the word? It isn't quite malleable, but we're so affected by the energies that are around us. If you've stood under high tension wires, you can hear them, but your body might buzz a little bit. If you go into a house where there's been sadness or maybe people aren't happy, you can feel it even if nobody is home. So what happens is you, you right now, if you're in body, you out of bodies, you know what I'm talking about. But if you're in body right now, all the magnificence of the out-of-body loved ones is in your body right now. And so it's had to be tempered. Hopefully you don't have a bad temper about it, but but you know what? Temper will arise. It's like, hey, out-of-body, I could do this and this and this and stretch this way and stretch that way. You know, they say a lot of the crying that comes from babies when they're tiny is not having the freedom of movement or the ability to communicate as well as they would like. Now, of course, they can look up at the out-of-body lovies like we've talked about and communicate with them, but they're trying to form words. And of course, if they had the words, they'd let all the secrets out of the bag, which is what we do as we grow. And we adjust ourselves to the truth of all that, but these challenges are there to help us grow. When we stop and remember that we have all the goods, there are no moving parts you need to be able to tap into this and know. Maybe you'll see and feel more than someone else or less. But the thing is, your existence, you came into a physical body, which to a certain extent contains the soul so that we can animate the body. And the soul expands beyond the body in its auric field. In our telepathy, you're thinking about somebody, they call you. We are always connecting beyond our body. Yeah, we are. Think about it. We learn about all the senses as a kid. And, you know, think about little kids getting in trouble. Oh, so-and-so hit me. So-and-so hit me. So that's physical. What about when a little kid says, so-and-so looked at me? They looked at me. That's a little energy thing. It is. It can make you feel bad or have you feel a certain way in terms of 
what your training is or whatever is going on. As we get older, we start to discern like so-and-so dropped and broke his toy. And now they're looking at me like, "Mm." we can discern whether or not there's transference or something like that. Think of the emotion that's just spilling over. We have these physical bodies and we're going to have knee-jerk reactions. And isn't that a miracle? Isn't that an opportunity? And isn't that as difficult as it is? What a sweet challenge to take responsibility for. Now, they're saying, doesn't that seem like a bit of a dichotomy? What a sweet challenge. It sounds a little bit frustrating. But when we stop and remember, well, we can think about with our mind those things that have happened that have let us know that there quite possibly is something going on and our loved ones are here. You drop down into the heart and your heart knows you still love them. You love them and they feel that and they know that and it's important to them. Is it a light switch you stop because they switched vibrational frequencies that they're existing in for the most part? No, you still love them. They're out of body now. Did they stop loving you? They are viable. And like we said, the memories, they were not contained just within the brain. Now, isn't it beautiful that we have all these phrases, I can't stomach that, my heart's broken. I don't mean to make light of things that are painful. But all of these parts of us are beautifully designed with an antenna system, adrenals, fight or flight, this beautiful system, and it does go awry when we don't listen. We all know that. But we have a beautiful signal system to listen to the needs of our soul. Well, from what I hear from out there, because you know this is all challenge, chat, I was about to say channel, and they said challenging. So, you know, they trip me up just to keep me, you know, (laughs) keep me on my toes. It is challenging. It's going on at the same time. All of this expansion is there. And yet within the body, if we really were to integrate all of it beautifully into the body, why would we come into body? We come into body to achieve things soul-wise that we feel we'd like to hone in on, help with, understand more that we can't do as easily on the spiritual plane. Because on the spiritual plane, we have access. And then as souls, we want to learn how we can come back here or come here and again, have the illusion or sometimes if you're hungry, there's no illusion. Have challenges that the physical body brings. We need to find a place to live. We need to stay warm. We need to put a blanket over somebody else. In other words, out of body, yes, we can help each other in terms of our growth and expansion. But when we come in body, we get to really understand the soul's need, almost in a structural way, they're saying, to be able to land something solid in terms of helping somebody else. Maybe the kind word you said to somebody that you forgot about changed their life could be one of the top things that you might have inadvertently done without even knowing. We are lights connecting to each other. As bodies, as people in body, I think we feel like bumper cars. What happens is we become 
differentiated. We're babies. We smile. We figure out what it is to get what we need. And not just that, but to get the proper response. We want them to smile at us. And if they're not smiling at us and we're uncomfortable, we'll cry about it. It's really pretty pure in terms of getting the needs met. And then as we grow and they tell us what they need from us, like sit here and hold the pencil this way and do all this. And I'm not saying we should not be educated, but in terms of balancing what is wanted from us, it is a big distraction. That distraction is very, very important. And it is part of the plan because if we weren't distracted, we wouldn't be able to accomplish what we feel we need. So in other words, while we're distracted and think we're individuals and we are to a certain extent, what compassion are we going to have for the other? BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. So what is happening? What is happening here? That altruism, that caring for other people, that sometimes when the going gets rough and the stakes are high, people can be incredibly selfless and help others. And it feels like, you know, you hear of also people going outside and picking up a car. If there's a kid pinned underneath. We're capable of extremely amazing things. Our souls are, and they can help through our bodies to do that. And yet, because we come into this plane of physical challenges and things to literally sort out with our brain. Should we move here? Should we go to the school? What should we do? And then a gut instinct, oh, is that person a good one to live with? Or should I go out with them? Or And then the responsibility, well, I want to make sure it's, think of all the ways we're manifesting our soul through these beautiful, beautiful parts of, of what the body is made of, the brain, the heart, the gut. And so we get to fine-tune the soul, think of it almost like an hourglass, the soul getting a little bit more narrow through the challenges so that it could expand out and even through the challenges. So that's what's going on. And it feels as if the joy in this is so expansive and it is really kind of a pain in the neck when you stop and think about we, we don't want to suffer. We don't want to make things hard for ourselves, certainly not purposefully. But we do sometimes really, <laughs> honestly, go off on the right foot to set things up, not for our misery, but to help us understand who we are. When things get rough, are we going to share? Are we going to have empathy for others as well as ourselves? That's really a magnificent thing to remember. We are no less than they are because we are in the body. We just have more challenge on how to navigate, but we're not less than they are, even though it might feel that way within the containment of a body that vibrates at a higher frequency.
Okay, so let's go back to something else we talked about last time, the transitions in body and out of body, and let's do our little mantra now. We clothe ourselves in a robe of light, composed of the love, the power, and the wisdom of divine consciousness. We wear it not only for our own protection, but also so that those who see it or come in contact with it will be drawn to divine healing. Take a deep breath, let the shoulders relax, feel the responsibility on the back, because of course you want to be, and let it slide down. Feel your feet flat on the floor, feel your hands open on your lap. I'm getting a little tingly under the arms, where the lymphatic system tends to be, a, a, if you're, if you're feeling like somebody's tickling you under the arms, that's sweet. It means the lymphatic system is relaxing and letting go. It's always there helping us and trying to. We have so many cleanup systems in our system. Think about it. It isn't just the digestion, but the lymphatic system, all these beautiful things to help. Whatever's going on for us, whatever things, whatever traumas, be they physical or spiritual or emotional, to help the system balance. But of course, during trauma, it's hard to balance right away. And we'll have those knee-jerk reactions that we've been taught. Ah, to just go back to one's own breath. Sit and just take care, of, take care of yourself by just taking in a couple of breaths and going to that place where you can feel the magnificence of your soul in your body right now. Feel it in there comfortably, feel it in there happily and expansive and excited about the opportunity. Feel the energy in your hands. And then become aware of your loved ones who are positioned very close to you. You don't need to go out of body. You don't need to do anything. Just feel what you're feeling. And allow the expansive feeling you have. And realize that this is a feeling that we have when we're out of body, even more so. But of course, we want to stay here because we've set this up to challenge whatever it is we've wanted to learn. And yes, I know sometimes it seems like we've, sometimes it goes way beyond that. But here we are. Relax within the body and know the extent. Take a deep breath and feel the energy expand. And just feel the sweetness of it. Your tongue might feel different. The palms of your hands might feel different. You might not feel anything. That's okay. You might just feel your breath. You might feel the soles of your feet magnetized to the earth plane and feel grounded. They're joking around out there. And this comes in once in a while. Remember Casey Kasem, if you're old enough, the DJ from L.A.? Keep your feet on the ground and your head in the stars. And I'm sorry if I malapropted or misquoted it. But there's something quite beautiful about it. As we're expanding with the light, we can feel ourselves grounded. And sometimes when we're so expanded and feel flighty, it feels really good to play in the dirt. Kids are smart. They know to go in the sandbox. They know to play in mud. When I'm done with channeling, and my vibration's high, and especially if I have to go drive or do things that are that require more on the physical plane, it isn't that I need to so much lower the vibration as balance it. I used to think I had to kind of bring it back down, but I don't. 
we're all living in this expanded, beautiful vibration that isn't separate. It isn't meditation mode and physical mode. They're one. Your meditation mode contributes to your physicality. Your physicality brings you to the meditation mode, if that helps you. We have whatever we need, and we're expanding with it. And our loveys who are out of body are right here. Take a deep breath and just feel that expansion and the calmness at the same time. Feels like a conundrum, but it's not. We can do that. Ah, I just got a little tap on the little finger of my right hand. You know what you're doing. Your little finger knows more of what you're doing than, than you think. You know this. You've got this. And maybe you're already flying around, or maybe you're just, ah. And now, as we're in this sweet high vibration, in this state, let's go back to talking about our transition, our, our own in-body and out-of-body, and our loved ones in-body and out-of-body. The vibration is very, very, very high as we come into body. As those we love in divine consciousness help launch us, we are not alone when we're born. Of course, the mom is there, and hopefully there's a lot of people there and a good welcome. There are always out-of-body people to support. And again, we're, it doesn't take the place of, and we hope there's a good welcoming committee on the physical plane. But nobody is ever abandoned unless something happens later on the physical plane. The transition is always smooth, even if it looks like there might not be as much going on here on the physical plane. The baby is soothed, spoken to, lullabied. Oh, somebody, a grandma out there just said, yes, we rock those babies and we say, la, 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 bye, as we send them out. Now it really isn't bye, but they're on a different vibrational plane and they're on the physical now. And grandma and grandpa and whoever it is out there know that it is the right thing for the distraction to happen for all the reasons we just talked about. But the vibration is very high. And for those of you in body who have been in the room where babies are born and been in the room where people have transitioned out of body, you will find, and it's interesting because everyone I've talked to, it's, it's such a thing that we don't expect. But you'll find that the heart and the vibration are very, very, very high. There's a sense of the sacred, even if the heart's breaking while somebody's going out of body. If you're in a situation where you're able to be with someone while the transition is occurring, people report over and over and over again this sacred, sacred feeling that goes so beyond what we feel we're capable of in the physical plane. People out of body laugh about it, not haha funny, but they say, you lied to me. It happens all the time. You lied to me when I was basically getting ready to go out. You lied right in my face. The person's like, what? You said, don't worry, it's okay for you to go. We'll be okay. That's making love bigger than the pain. It's putting the needs of the person you love before your own. It's what the greatest need is, is for them to be okay. So in a way, we're telling the truth. But let's face it, 
we're not okay. We're not okay. But our hearts can tell them that we will be because we can take responsibility to do whatever it is we need to do to ease our loved one's anguish. That's what we want to do. And so if we have people around us while we're getting ready to go out of body, that's a really beautiful and wonderful thing. It doesn't always happen that way, but it is a blessing when it does. And so, you know, sometimes, and we've talked about this before, people will wait. And if somebody's in a coma, you can channel them. I'm waiting for so-and-so. And just as often, I'm waiting for everyone to clear out because I love everyone so much. I'm afraid I'll just want to stay in the room. And if you're in the room with somebody who is transitioning and does transition, you might find that you don't want to move right away. They usually, for several moments, will stay in the room with us. And it is, I'm channeling this. I've had people tell me, but I'm telling you from, from my experience as well, that feeling of high vibration. I don't want to say elated because that wouldn't feel fear fear at all in terms of the loss that we may be going through. But the energetic, I've been with people who have gone out of body and they burst into the biggest smile right before they're going. And I channel in many, many times why they're smiling. The people they love are right there. They're surrounded by them. And a couple of things. One thing I'm said to say is that so many people will say, it looks like they're afraid to go. They keep catching their breath. The apnea, they keep catching their breath. Sometimes that's the case. Very, very often apnea is what happens physically when a person is aware of someone out of body and they've come and they're with them. And the in-body person says, hmm, you can see me. I want to make sure I can see everyone else. So I want some practice. Do you know that they let us do that? The person will go out of body, look around the room and know that they will have access just as they see their out of bodies that went before them can. And then they'll go back in body and go, ah! and then they're still there. And they'll practice that here and there. And then they'll report when they channel, well, I wanted to make sure it was on my terms and I wanted to make sure that I would be able to see you. Imagine all this going on while they're feeling the support and love that we're giving. Sometimes I hear from people, yeah, yeah, they kept saying, yeah, she's afraid to go or he's afraid to go. When I was just lying there feeling the love from in body and out of body at the same time. And we can't help but think that that's what happens at the birth coming into the physical plane as well. Imagine basking in all that love. And then the person is out of body and processing and in the light. And we can continue to send that love and feel that love. It doesn't need to be, well, of course, on the physical plane, it is jarring. We're not making light of that. But in terms of the spiritual and the knowing and yes, life will be hard because the life we know it is in the physical. But integrating all the ways we know, all the ways we know, and also respecting that people who are transitioning, if they're in a position, and again, many times it's a different situation, and wanting to create a situation where 
either people clear out or they want people to go there. When we stop and understand that what's happening for them is the piece of them that's inside us is leaving the body behind and going back to the spiritual plane. Of course, we will do that also, no rush. And one thing I have learned, and I've actually learned it, channeling people who have tried to do it, if you try to go out of body purposefully to be with somebody out there, it doesn't quite work that way. If somebody gives up their breath and their opportunity to do what they're allowed to do here or have set up for themselves to do here, they go into a rehab setting to figure out why. I've never seen anything like pitchforks or hellish or anything like that. But usually who you want to be with, even they would understand that you would need help. They're just saying, we can't make it too complicated. The thing is, it's a beautiful opportunity to stay here in the body. When our loved one goes out of body, they want to support that. They want to support and help us make each step, each day easier as we learn how to communicate more with them, as we collaborate more and more, and as we very, very importantly come back to opening ourselves up to the beauty of the physical plane and the people in it and the experiences that we can still have that our out-of-body loved ones are sharing with us. Do you know how many times somebody will have somebody out of body and the hardest thing is they would look at each other across the room and know what the other one is thinking without having to make one like muscle move so nobody can read you? Okay, we have to go now, or this is great, or can you believe that guy? You can still do it. You can because they're there with us. And people report that it really does work. It doesn't take away some of the other heart stuff. But if your heart <laughs> recognizes, oh boy, we'd be like, it just happened. You just did it with them. And do you know what out-of-body people report? It makes them feel really good. It really, really does. It makes them feel, it's, it's like some of the old stuff, the old hug. We want the things we're used to. It makes the transition easier. It's like passing notes in the hallway. So there's a lot going on, but the basic thing is you are nothing less than they are. Out of body, and they love us and want to help take care of us. And the other thing is that sometimes, since we did touch upon it, if somebody has a hand in their own going out of body, they are treated with kindness and love and care. Most people who do something like that, it is not vengeful or get even with someone. When that happens, there's a lot of rehab going on. But if it's inadvertent, accidental, for another reason, I have to tell you something that came in a little bit ago and it came in again now to make sure I say it. Sometimes, you know, they're saying, how, how to best put this? Sometimes people know when it's done and they need to go and they hold on to be with people and to see people. And a comment was made about doggies and kitties and other animals. And we've talked about that before and we've talked about them. They will often stay longer because they don't want to leave us. And sometimes we'll need to help them leave because they'll be so determined. 
And so whatever care and help we give them, I've had so many animals come back and be grateful. First of all, I love you, but thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm still with you. I'll want to come back again, but thank you. It was so hard to stay, but I didn't want to let you down. So that's coming back to what we tend to say to people if we have it in us. And if we, again, lie to an extent, but not on the highest level, not on the highest level. When we make our out-of-body loved ones our priority and we say, it's okay, we're telling them it's okay, and so often it's the permission somebody needs. And don't worry if you didn't, that's okay too, because they're not going so far from us. Movies and books and, oh, there's, there's all kinds of scary things out there, but they're not far from us, and they're not much different from us. We are them inside a body, and in a body we'll stay until, until we don't. But please try and stay. Find the wonder. Find the expansion. Find, and it could be hard, but finding the joy, allowing the joy, allowing other people in body to bring us joy. And when we connect and when we're feeling our best to bring them joy, because this is why we came. We came to have these challenges to remember our souls, and that we can grow further, that we can share and do all these things because the needs aren't out there, but they sure seem like they are here. So let's stay here and have value in every day and help each other and smile even when it's frustrating, look up at our loved ones and go, yeah, yep, this is a challenge, but we're in it together. And as long as we embrace the earth plane, and we can stay comfortably here, we can because they want us to. We can have very, very bad moments. We can have really tough days. But we're all in it together. And there are heightened times, just like the transitions of coming in and going out of body. There are also heightened times when your loved ones are wrapped around you, when you take a deep breath, and you know that you're safe and you're okay, no matter what. Because again, I sometimes think they're worried about us. Just as, well, yeah, they're saying that. They're worried about us. We think we're volatile, but in the big picture, we're not. But we're volatile in terms of feeling safe and loved. Safe always, loved. Take a breath and know that they're with us. And this beautiful body we're in is going to keep taking us further and further along to expand, raise the vibration for ourselves, help our loved ones out of body as together we raise the vibration for all. There's a purpose. It's for you. It's for your loveys out there. And it's for all of us. It isn't always easy, but it's like having... Think of electric waves that are always out there, or microwave. There are always waves. There are love waves going on all around. Think of all the people who love us out there, and then we pass each other in the grocery store. And we might bump each other and say, you know, wait for the cart to get out of the way. But they're just like, they're loving us and loving everybody. Isn't that what we do? It's kind of a love fest. And there are challenges to be had. But remember who we are. 
That is who you are. Person who wanted to come here and learn and grow and love. And when it feels like a door has closed and you can't send your love through, there is no door, it's open, it's just everything. And your lovey, it's just changed form. Viable, hearing, feeling, knowing, loving you, and loving the acknowledgement just like you love the acknowledgement when they bring you a sign. We're in it together. Let's give them some signs today. Hey, hey, I know you're doing your best out there. And from channeling, I know they're all trying to, and they're trying to help us. Let's help them and know that as challenging as it might have been with whatever the circumstance before their transition, the love is there. The love never leaves. Even if words were said, even if somebody got grouchy, the love is what carries us through. So let's let everything else fall away and just sit in this place of knowing that all all is connected and love is the connection until next time thank you for sharing this energy in space together we collaborate raising the vibration for all i'm marilyn cap author of love is greater than pain and you can find me at marilyncap.com remember the healing continues with those who are past yet present Hey, it's Radley Valentine. Join me for a brand new way of connecting with your angels on my new podcast, The Angel Tarot Show. Each week, you'll meet your angelic guides and guardians and find new ways to unlock unconditional love, tune into your intuitive abilities, and create the joy-filled life that, well, you've always wanted. Plus, you'll get a useful and timely energetic weather report, bringing you guidance for the coming week. Tap into the healing, hope, and guidance that's all around you on the Angel Tarot Show, exclusively on mindbodyspirit.fm.